The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 161. I hope that you are doing very well today and as you may know if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be looking at false memory OCD. This is something that seems to to impact a lot of people struggling with OCD and in different ways. So we'll be exploring what it actually is, um, you know, how it how it kind of uh, affects people, and what you can do to start managing it better. Um, as always, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be brilliant if you could like and follow uh, on Instagram. And uh, if you could also subscribe to your podcast app of choice, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that really does help the podcast as well. So that's it. I really hope that you enjoy. If you have any questions, then uh, do please let me know. And many thanks. Imagine a scenario in which you're no longer able to trust your memory and are obsessed with the idea that you may have done something wrong or immoral and are unable to remember it. Just the idea of this is quite, uh, it's quite horrible. It's, it's anxiety-inducing. But this is what people with false memory OCD deal with on a day-to-day basis. According to John Hirschfield, MFT, false memory OCD refers to a cluster of OCD presentations wherein the sufferer becomes concerned about a thought that appears to relate to a past event. The event can be something that actually happened, but over which there is some confusion, or it can be something completely fabricated by the mind. If you struggle with this type of OCD, then you are likely to question your your past behaviors, to revisit them and to try to uh, prove to yourself with absolute certainty that nothing bad could have happened. For example, you might get an intrusive thought about whether you said something offensive to someone at the bar, for example, the night before. You may believe on one hand that you probably didn't, But on the other, you can't quite convince yourself that you you didn't actually do that. Now, the uncertainty in this situation leads to a lot of anxiety. You may know that it's not rational, but the uncomfortable feeling of not being sure can quickly become unbearable if you struggle with OCD. And people, of course, feel that urge to perform a compulsion in order to feel better. Now, this might look like um, mentally reviewing the situation repeatedly, 
analyzing the language that you used um, in, in the conversation with a particular person, and perhaps even, you know, analyzing the, the facial expressions that they responded to you with. Now, of course, what you're actually doing here is trying to reassure yourself that nothing bad happened. But as we know, with compulsions, all this actually does is, is make things worse. Uh, Nicholas Farrell in the article, What is False Memory OCD? states that their false memories can feel like real events. The more the person fixates on them, the more the brain may fill in their false memories with even more false information, further convincing themselves they are guilty of things they haven't done. It seems that the more you try to plug the gaps, the more you go back in and revisit to try to give yourself that certainty, the more trapped you become by the thoughts. As people try to retrace their steps, even the most simplest of memories can start to become hazy. It can easily get to the point where you start to lose faith in your memory altogether. At this point, or even before, you might seek reassurance from outside of yourself. You might ask your, your friend who was out with you um, if you had actually said something offensive to, to that person. Um, you know, and they may reassure you, but that reassurance is probably only going to lessen the anxiety for a short period of time. It's quite likely that the OCD mind will find a different way um, to, to disregard that reassurance and then to find something else for you to worry about. It can even get to the point where people need to return to a physical location like a bar or restaurant in order to get a greater sense of certainty or clarity or perhaps to speak to the staff who may have been there the night before. In extreme situations, people may even ask to review uh, security cameras uh, despite the obvious embarrassment they might feel about asking the bar or restaurant if they can do this something that I'm sure would be very, very uncomfortable. Now, this is obviously an exhausting way to live your life. If you struggle with these kinds of behaviours and find yourself uh, spending an hour or more on this kind of stuff each day, then, you know, you really might be struggling with false memory OCD and probably it's a really good idea to seek out uh, a therapist or a coach or somebody who can really help you with this. For many, the thoughts can be taboo in nature and revolve around sexual or violent themes, but they can also be to do with accidentally offending or hurting someone in some way. The idea that you may have done something wrong, no matter how obviously falsifiable, is completely intolerable for somebody who struggles with OCD. It can actually be quite heartbreaking to watch someone with this type of OCD as despite not having done anything wrong, they convince themselves that they might have and can begin to isolate from, from other people. Some classic examples of false memory OCD might include uh, the following. People might ask themselves these questions. Um, what if I did something taboo? What if I accidentally insulted that person? What if I insulted them and actually I did it on purpose? That's that time when my little brother broke his arm. What if actually that was my fault that that happened? Um, what if I hurt someone but I can't remember it? What if, and the list goes on and on. You can probably add in your own examples right here. So what can you actually do about it? Well, 
with so many things OCD, the answer lies in the acceptance of uncertainty. As intolerable as it may seem, you need to learn that these thoughts are essentially harmless and are not based in reality. Working with a therapist or coach, you can learn to let go of these these fears through exposure work, um, acceptance commitment therapy, and building a more helpful and resilient mindset. It's so easy to suffer alone, but it's actually so important that we seek out help, especially you know if you're struggling with um, these kind of subtypes of OCD that are very difficult and can often be very stubborn. Um, when you're dealing with it, if you're if you're working with somebody who understands it and who can can really help you with that, then obviously it's going to be so much easier for you to to start overcoming it. So that's it for today, guys. I really do hope that you found this uh, this theme of uh, false memory OCD helpful. Um, as always, if you have any questions, then uh, please don't hesitate to, to let me know. Uh, many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.